And welcome to Get Ready to Get, get Shrecked. Oh my gosh, Nicole. Welcome back, back, everyone. Yes, yes, we are back. Episode 5, scene 5. We're just keeping this gravy train a-rolling. Oh, absolutely. We're, oh, we're, we're on a roll, we, and uh, so is Shrek. Shrek Shrek is on a roll and they're just they're just moving along him and Donkey they're they're making their way to Lord Farquaad's castle today cuz Shrek is on a mission he wants to get his swamp back. Yeah. But before that happens there's a couple of things that we need to talk about. Yes. Right. So you know, we talked we talked last week uh not last week, I'm sorry, last episode. It feels like last week. Uh, uh, we talked last time about, uh, just a little bit about Farquaad's castle and how a lot of the animators, they wanted to make sure that there were all these like really sharp angles and not a lot of rounded edges or anything like that. And we actually really see that now with, with the outside of this castle, right? This pristine, like marble, just this, this very rigid structure yeah rigid structure this very very tall building uh which apparently must mean that farquaad is compensating for something yeah whether it be his height or whether it be something else for the adults in the theater watching this with their kids you know yeah Yeah. we'll never we'll never know what he's he's actually (laughs) compensating for um but no it's i mean really this this um, kind of like uh, – and the metaphors get even uh, – or I guess allegories, I, I guess is the word I'm looking for. This um, this almost illusion that they're creating uh, towards like this is our version of, you know, the mouse's house. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like yeah. This, is, this is our – They do not shy away from no. how Disney-coded Duloc is. <laughs> no, it – they really, really don't. And like, you can see that with, I mean, you see that with the, the, the big castle, you see mm-hmm. that with the, um, you see that with the mascot, you know, the mascot of Farquaad, which is weird to me in a sense that I, I get it. You know, Farquaad is very self-serving, right? Everything yeah. has to be about him. But when I see that, it, it's like it, it's like a caricature of him, mm-hmm. right? Which almost seems like he's being made fun of. Mm-hmm. And so I I don't really necessarily get why he was just like, yeah, I have to have mascots in my resemblance, you know? Yeah, I think that's- it's because the mascots are of average height. Mm, that's fair. And they have really big heads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they're showing like, this um, I, I I agree with you that it's a caricature, but I think it's the caricature that Farquaad wishes. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, so maybe, I, maybe. 
Yeah, I would agree with that. And I think the fact that uh, <laughs> we'll get into we'll get into like the quote unquote rules of Duloc here uh, uh, very soon. Mm-hmm. But I think it's so funny how as soon as this mascot character sees Shrek and Donkey coming, the only way that this, <laughs> that they can get away from them is meticulously following the line yeah. to, to eventually get away from them. Which also just kind of another poke at uh, at the Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Uh the line, the wait time for the line where there currently is nobody in line is 45 minutes. It's 45 minutes. That is such an accurate depiction. Oh my gosh, it really is. I don't know. I don't know when the last time you were at Disney or if you ever did you I mean, did you go to the, the world or the land as a child? Yeah, I went to the world in high school. Okay, so I think the last time I went was like twenty it was like twenty eighteen. So like relatively recently. And oh my god. I mean, just literally not even the rides anymore, but it's like to see like the characters, to like go to a show, to sit down at a restaurant. It's like it's just so long. Yeah. So the wait is insane yeah I, don't, it really I mean is. I, I guess you do get that with kind of with every amusement park like you know for us we have cedar point which mm-hmm. i mean some of those rides you're like the what is it the millennium force the millennium force you're standing in line for like 45 50 minutes sometimes mm-hmm. top thrill drags are sometimes topped out at like a two hour wait like yeah i mean i guess so i i, I mean it's not it's not unheard of but at the same time wow it sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but he does, you know, that character does like bonk his head and it's just, com- just completely out, which um, I, I don't know. I, I know, I know for sure we haven't talked about this. I don't know if you and I have talked about this personally though. Um, but I actually used to be my high school's mascot. We have talked about this because so was I. Yes. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so I, you know how it is, right? You I got do. That, you got that big head on. You got the uh-huh. body suit on. Listen, I've I've hit my head. I, I've like hit my head while I'm in the mascot <laughs> costume. And I am I am for sure here to say it does not feel good. No. Like, you have a helmet on. Like normally like with those big heads, there is like a helmet kind of like mm-hmm. securing your head and everything and making sure you're all right. Mm-hmm. Honestly, though. It still really hurts <laughs> if you hit your head <laughs> while you're in the costume. Yeah, it, it's hard enough to just gauge like distance and everything when you're just like a normal human walking around. But mm-hmm. add add a couple of feet on any any direction. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Where you're looking out of two very small like you're looking eye out of the mouth or the mouth. <laughs> yeah, you know, whatever, whatever you're looking out of, you're. He just—it's so hard. It's yeah, so difficult. Yeah. So I get it. I get it, Duloc employee. I understand. I, yeah, I empathize see, with you. Yeah, we see sympathize your pain. with you. We, yeah, we see your pain. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think that um, I know I. It's just crazy to me. Just uh, just just the amount of work that mm-hmm. has gone into Farquad making this perfect kingdom mm-hmm. when. He's still he's like still missing that one thing, right? Yeah. Where he thought he had it all, but no. Yeah. Like, as we were as we were shown last last episode, he he's still missing that one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. You kind of 
you kind of appreciate all the work he has put into this, mm-hmm. right? Oh, that's yeah. A, that's a lot of stuff. There, Absolutely, there's a lot of stuff going on. And what what I really like about me, like Donkey and Shrek arriving at Duloc together mm-hmm. is that for a lot of this, we've seen Shrek and Donkey like starting to build that camaraderie, but they're still like they've still kind of been at odds. And I say they mostly from Shrek's perspective has been like at odds with Donkey and hasn't really solidified that friendship yet. But I think the minute that they walk into Duloc, mm-hmm. that friendship solidifies because they are united against mm-hmm. This yes, exactly, they, and whatever they, this is, yeah, yeah, they finally hit that same wavelength. They're finally like vibrating at that same frequency. Which uh, I have a um, a fun little thing that I looked up, and yeah. um, so we know, like we've we've talked about it before, and we'll talk about it again. The chemistry between Eddie Murphy and Mike Myers is electric, mm-hmm. right? They yeah. they they have such a great on screen. through voice chemistry Mm -hmm. as friends and it's believable and I, and I love it. Right. Mm -hmm. So in 1991, this movie was going to be originally produced by Steven Spielberg for Mm -hmm. Amblin. Mm -hmm. And guess who he had cast as his Shrek and donkey. (laughs) You know what? I think, I think we may have talked about this in the very, like very, very, the very first episode of get Shrek, but I'm going to let you go ahead. I'm going (laughs) to, I don't remember that. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. I'm going to let you say it. It was Bill Murray and Steve Martin. Yes. Yep. Who, if we're talking about on screen chemistry, Mm. those two. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So I can only imagine, like, I think like I, I would never change Mike Myers and Eddie Murphy, but I'd right. like to see a scene with Bill Murray and Steve Martin, you know, oh like my just gosh. give me one scene. <laughs> well, no, I think, no, I fully agree with you. Yeah. I mean, I think it's the same, it, it, it's the same concept as, you know, we as an audience, when we were watching Shrek, you know, we were like, this is the definitive version. Like, this is what we know. Mm-hmm. And then, However many years later, when those, like, screen tests leaked of, like, the original animation with Chris mm-hmm. Farley yeah. and Eddie Murphy, it was, it, it, it was like a whole new movie, right? 100%, yeah. Like, it was, it was just a completely, it had a completely different tone, it had a completely different style to it that yeah. we just didn't get to see. And I think that, and I think that, in terms of media that has become such a big thing uh, that has become such a conglomerate Mm -hmm. really in, in all actuality, seeing different versions of it, I think always is a good thing, right? Because then we can, we can really dissect and uh, see what made one, what made the original great, Mm -hmm. but then also have this new perspective of, everything that we didn't that we didn't get to see right? yeah and i think it also puts into perspective how much work goes into a film like this mm-hmm. like that the, just from 1991 to when this came out mm-hmm. it had gone through that many iterations that many different producers that many yeah. different studios like it it was a lot of work and a lot of people and a lot of hands and so i think whenever we look at a movie that is actually made knowing that it's been through so much mm-hmm. is just a, a way to appreciate it a little bit more. 
Absolutely. And you know, mm-hmm. with with that being said, like with all with everything this film has gone through, of course there are going to be a couple of goofs. Uh, there's going to be a couple of slip-ups, which I don't know if you notice this, but uh, after Shrek and Donkey make their way through the turnstile, mm-hmm. um, where the mascot body is lying for a very brief second, where you see the arm and the hand, where the arm was like red before, you look, and that just, it just has no color. Yeah, <laughs> it's black and white. <laughs> it's completely grayed out. <laughs> they just forgot to add the color in. But you know what? <laughs> We're going to have things like that. We're going to have some small goofs, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, we get we get into we we get into Duloc, we get into like that quote unquote downtown area. We mm-hmm. see all the shops and we see these, you know, food stands and it is just starkly quiet, which yeah. obviously Shrek has to commentate on and says it's <clears throat> it's quiet. Too, Too quiet. quiet. <laughs> <laughs> which um which I found um I feel like we hear I feel like we hear that a lot and I think as like as humans we 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 say that line a lot and mm-hmm. we joke about it because I think it's just it's kind of like like worldly known as like a yeah. phrase to say um I was very I was curious on like what was like the first like recorded saying of that mm-hmm. and from what I found um I, it seems to have originated from uh, the movie The Lucky Texan which came out in uh, 1934, uh, and that was a that was a John Wayne movie, uh, which mm-hmm. also starred uh, uh, Barbara Sheldon and uh, George, also known as Gabby uh, Hayes. Um, so that was the first like iteration of that phrase that I mm-hmm. that I could find at least uh, where that came from. Nice. Which again, just you know, pop culture, pop culture, yeah. all the pop culture I, references. There's so many references. Um, and and I think that's what this movie does so well is its references because they're not necessarily making fun of them. Mm-hmm. Using them in humorous situations, absolutely. But right. they're taking it seriously. So it's not a farce. It's not like, you know, another scary movie or something right. like that. Absolutely. It's 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 playing homage rather yeah. than playing fun. Absolutely. And I think like I think also it just makes it seem like more real. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I think, especially for, you know, us, and I, I feel like anybody, we do have these moments in our lives where, you know, things that we see in media, things that we hear in songs, like, they they do pop up in normal conversations. Oh, yeah, they make um, their way into our lexicon. Absolutely, yeah, abso- they do. absolutely. And so I think that's what, I, I think that's what makes, you know, the relationship, <clears throat> sorry, the relationship with Shrek and Donkey mm-hmm. relatable. Yeah. And I think it's what makes this story also relatable. Yeah. Right? Is this that 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 back and forth of pulling things from different pop culture that Absolutely. just seem appropriate in the time. Yeah. And then we get probably one of the biggest um homages uh <laughs> in this scene at least, uh, is the song. <laughs> Which is in the exact same key and mm-hmm. beats per minute. As it's a small world. <laughs> As it's a small world. Maybe, maybe not homage. Maybe just <laughs> ha ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> Look at what you could have had, Disney. <laughs> yeah. It, it, like I said, not afraid to shy away from being coded there. And um, I think the the song itself, it's a banger. Oh, yeah. So it's catchy. A, it's a good song. So catchy. Um, 
it's been like stuck in my head since I've seen it in, <laughs> you know, whatever, uh, back in middle school or elementary school, I think it was when it came out. Right. But yeah, right. um, we, <laughs> I also, I've never noticed and just, this is, um, I don't know if this is just my brain thinking of it, but I've never noticed that only the male dolls turn around and show their butts. Oh. It's not the females. I don't know what that means. Huh. But it's only the males. I thought it was everyone. 100%. Like when I went to watch this again, I was like, oh, they all turn around. Oh, interesting. No, it's just the men. Yeah, no, you are and right. And they all You're... got plumber cracks showing. <laughs> they, they, all, they all got plumber crew. <laughs> I don't know. I, listen, I could analyze that, but I won't. But <laughs> I'm, wondering, I'm wondering if they wanted to, like, quote unquote, stay away from like a upskirt, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, if that like, probably if that like, wasn't do quote, like do lock appropriate. Maybe. Right. Because in the song, they do have some very, some very strict rules Mm -hmm. that they have to, that you have to follow while you're in do lock. Right. Uh, such as don't make waves. Mm -hmm. So no, no surfing. Can't, can't surf. Can't surf in (laughs) do lock. Uh, stay in line. Yeah. Which, okay. That that makes sense. They, there's lines all over the place. It makes sense to stay in line. Um, stay off the grass. Um, which, sure. Okay. Stay off the grass. I think that's a rule in Disney as well. I don't think they allow you on the grass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They've got those those signs. Get off the grass. Right. Uh, shine your shoes. Mm-hmm. Shine your shoes. You gotta you gotta keep them nice and pretty. Uh, and then wipe your face. Which is. Such smart songwriting. <laughs> it's so smart. It's so smart. That like little that that like little small break that the they issue. have. It's so funny. <laughs> it's so um, what I really love about that song is that it's this pretty like strict dictator regime mm-hmm. packaged in such a fun, loving way. Yeah. You know, like which it, it and it has this this whole we are the perfect town and it's because nobody can think for themselves. Exactly. And and we're just we're just seeing more of that. I, I really love and I know we'll talk about this when we eventually get to actually watch it. But I love how they expand on that in the musical. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. They actually add a couple lines. Um, and I like I said, we'll talk about it when we get there. But I wanted to share um, if you had a quirk. You didn't pass inspection. We all have our standards, but I will have perfection. So it's it, 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 that's just Duloc's mindset. And obviously we see that already happening with the fairytale creatures and why he's sending them away. Yeah. Because they have these quirks that he doesn't like. Yep. Um, and I just think like part of me was thinking like, okay, well, what happens to the humans that have quirks that he doesn't like because we don't we don't really see that. Yeah. That's just a thought. No, I it think just it's, it just makes him scary. <laughs> no, absolutely. I think it's a very good thought to have, and I think it's, um, you know, I think something that we touched upon uh, last episode as well. Just this um, this sense of creating this perfect world mm-hmm. where the perfect world, in and of itself, is unperfect right yeah but you have you have such a you have such a lord farquaad has such a veil over his eyes as to what a perfect world is where he 
he can't even see the imperfections in himself. Exactly. Um, which I think, and again, like we said last episode, is what makes him such a not relatable but recognizable villain. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. we can we can again we can pinpoint other people in history that were very similar mm-hmm. and had the same thought process and did the same things. Absolutely. Which makes, and then like you said, which makes him a terrifying person. Yeah. Yeah. He uh, straight up, like it's a, you know, DreamWorks animation. It's for kids, but we're getting a villain that is not, you know, trying to, you steal all the acorns in the forest. We're, we're getting a villain that is straight up trying to eliminate unique and individuality. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that, that is dark for a kid's movie. Ex- yeah, extremely, but it works and it's, yeah, it does. And, and they, they, and they play it up and they play it up to a certain factor, which does mm-hmm. make it, you know, Oh yeah. Appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> um, Hey, they, they have camera technology in this world, and I don't yeah. know what to do with that information. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why are we why aren't we taking pictures all all the time? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's mainly just because like you know, Lord Farquaad has like the means, has like the money, mm-hmm. and like you know the technology and like the scientists or you know whatever you want to call it, the engineers, whatever yeah. you want to call them. He's just like, hey, here's what I want you to do. You know, a portrait. You know, like a painting. They're like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I want that done in two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> I want that done in two seconds. There needs to be a big flash of light, and you need to you need to be exactly how you were in two seconds. They're like, mm-hmm. yeah, all right, Mr. F- yeah, absolutely, <laughs> Mr. Farquaad. We'll get right on that. Yeah. <laughs> S- spends the next 15 years just in, <laughs> in the lab just figuring out how do we make cameras. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, it's funny. And, it, yeah, it, like you said, it highlights that uh, the – financial disparity between mm-hmm. everyone else and Farquaad. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, uh, after they, after they do their whole thing with the, with the information booth, uh, mm-hmm. the, you know, they finally make their way into this, um, arena basically mm-hmm. like the, you know, the middle arena. And, uh, I love, I love how Shrek, uh, <laughs> I love how Shrek looks at donkey and eventually, you know, as as Donkey is like humming the song, yeah. <laughs> which you know that's just a Donkey thing to do. Yeah. Like he, it gets it gets stuck in his head. Uh, Shrek looks at him and says, "You're on your way to a smacked bottom." Um, which I did find out that was a line improvised by Myers, <laughs> uh, by Mike Myers, and uh, after after he got, got annoyed with one of the directors in the recording booth, he he ended up just saying that. Um, mm-hmm. But it was funny, too, because he did actually say that a couple of years earlier uh, as his character, uh, Austin Powers, in uh, Madonna's uh, Beautiful Stranger mm-hmm. music video. Um, I just love that. I think it's funny because, uh, again, he's a donkey. You mm-hmm. know, Bottom is Bottom is a very famous Shakespeare character yeah. who gets turned into a donkey um, and then and obviously another name for donkey is ass. And I, mm-hmm. e- even though it was improvised, I, it, it, it just shows how, it just shows how improvisation can come from a very intellectual place. Yeah. You know what I mean? You like, you have to find those, 
though you have to find those lines, right? And you have to have such a knowledge of the world yeah. around you. Yeah, absolutely. And that I'm going to go on a soapbox for two seconds here, okay? Do Real it, quick. One of my biggest pet peeves as an actor, and and maybe you have felt this as well, is seeing those videos, those compilations on TikTok or Facebook or wherever, where it's just like moments where the actors weren't acting, but it's just improvised lines. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, improvisation is acting. Mm-hmm. It's in character. Mm-hmm. It's It's not written, but it's moments that we as actors have created based on the set of world rules that we've lived in as this character. Yeah. Makes me so mad. All right, soapbox no, done. <laughs> no, no. I mean, no, I totally agree with you. I think that, um, yeah, I think people forget to, especially people who don't, like, act professionally, I mm-hmm. think they forget that, you know, whether whether it's on stage, whether it's on screen, film, mm-hmm. whatever, people forget that when you when you're doing something as a profession, when you're in the middle of something – like you can't, you can't just stop, you know, yeah. you can't just stop and, you know, kind of like be like, Oh, like let's reset. Like I didn't feel right about that. Sometimes you get, sometimes you just got to keep going. Right. Yeah. And I think that's when, that's when those improvisations come out. And I think that's where, that's where we really see this, like the, the, the deep inside of who that character is. Yeah. Right. Um, and I think I think people forget about that. I think yeah. people forget that, like, oh, it's not that they're, it it's not that they're uh, uh, they're dropping out or they're just like letting their own personality show. No, they're they're fully committing to that character in that moment yes. and reacting as that character would. One hundred percent. Yes, because like yes, Mike Myers said that line when he was angry at a director, but it was in Shrek's accent, mm-hmm. so we know for a fact that he was still in that character. Yeah. He was there. That he, he, Shrek, he wasn't Mike Myers. Mm-mm. He was Shrek. <laughs> yeah. He was reacting to that director as yeah. Shrek in that moment. And that, and it made it into the film. And then the animators were like, yes. They're like, oh, yes. Great line. Great one, Mike. Let's, Let's do, animate hey, it. <laughs> hey, can you just, hey, listen, we know that it was an improv, but can you just say that one line, like just a little bit clearer for us? And we'll put that, we'll put that in like right away. We can't yeah. let that one slide. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I think that, um, I, I love, I love this upcoming scene so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, it's like multi, it's like multi-tiered the, oh, for the reasons why I love this scene. I think the first, the first thing is right. We get just an all out brawl between mm-hmm. Shrek and these knights, right? Yeah. It, it is just, I mean, it is, it is a WWE, like. Smackdown. Uh, it is. Like, it, it <laughs> yeah. is a WWE Smackdown where Shrek is pulling out all these moves. He's mm-hmm. on, like, he, they're, they're in basically this, like, rectangular. He's, like, on the, he's on the ropes. He's, like, he's doing, like, the tombstone on people. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, well, I love, I loved that they took the, like, the horse pin like where they had all of their horses Mm -hmm. that little and and that's what they look like in a lot of places which is hilarious Mm. they are these just kind of fenced in areas right um where horses just sit 
Um, but they took that and made it into uh, a ring, right? Like a wrestling I, ring. That was that was genius. That was no, so smart. So so good. And I love that he, you know, he referenced. They referenced Gladiator. Like oh yeah, another, like another big, like another big movie, especially around this time that yeah. that Shrek came out. References Gladiator. We get we get Joan Jett and the Blackhearts' bad reputation <sighs> playing in the background. That song was my anthem after just, this movie. Oh my Truly. God, just some OG punk rock, just yeah, just going for it. I mean, it's it's messy. I mean, donkeys tagging in every now and then, just like getting some real good kicks in. A donkey might have taken out more than Shrek with that <laughs> barrel, right? Yeah, rolled no, over you, like five. Just, <laughs> um here's here's my question uh, about that nicole we see mm-hmm. we see donkey on the barrel like taking out some uh taking out some people do you think now i'm, I'm gonna say this really quietly because i don't want i don't want the disney execs to hear us i don't want i don't want, I don't want them to th- i don't want them to figure out i don't want them to think that we figured out mm-hmm. their plan right yeah do you think after they saw what Donkey did on the barrel, do you think they put that into Pirates of the Caribbean too, <laughs> with the big wheel? Listen, Brayden, yeah. I think you're right because straight up, that was right out of that. It looks just <laughs> like it. Just put, you know, some long hair and a pirate mm-hmm. hat on donkey and yep. boom it's jack sparrow <laughs> exactly exactly we're on we're on to you disney we're we're on to you this is, <laughs> y- you thought this was an informative podcast this is actually an investigation pod- <laughs> podcast <laughs> about what is disney up to <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, for legal purposes, we're kidding. Yes, we are joking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> for legal oh, for gosh. legal reasons, that was a joke. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, no, it's it's just incredible. And then I think my favorite thing about this is for the very first time, at least that we can assume, Shrek is being celebrated by a whole <sighs> audience worth of people. He is being cheered on. He is being uh, praised. Mm. Like th- this is a probably a type of e- e- euphoria that he's never mm. felt before. Mm-hmm. And you can see that in the way he's acting. He is egging them on. He is soaking it mm-hmm. up. And like, yeah, you know, he's playing into that. You know, the the gladiator, like yeah. the arms out, everything. But he's also. I think relishing in the fact that people aren't afraid of him right now. Yes. And that, and that was like one of the, that was one of the other reasons why I really love this scene is that Mm -hmm. at the beginning, like people are very like, because, because Farquaad is disgusted by Shrek. Yeah. Everybody else was disgusted by Shrek. Right. But as soon as they see Shrek kicking ass and just being himself, having fun, making quips at these people, the crowd is losing their minds. Yeah. They are so they are so enamored by him, right? Mm-hmm. And again, I you know, with the tie-ins to like WWE, SmackDown, Raw, whatever, like what makes a good like heel, like what makes a good villain yeah. is you love like you love to hate them, right? But yeah. seeing them kick ass and succeed is just an like it's it's something that 
it, it, it's hard to describe because you, mm-hmm. you you know for like and for the people at Duloc, like they're like, oh, I'm not really sure about this ogre, right? This 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 ogre is so different than what I'm used to. Yeah. But whoa, they're just overcome by the confidence that mm-hmm. Shrek is exuding. Everything that he's doing just completely washes over the fact that he's that he's different than them. Yeah. And they're see they're seeing him as I don't want to say a person because I, I because that would I, I feel like that has some like weird implications because yeah. he isn't a person. He's a he is an ogre, right? Yeah. But they see him as an actual being mm-hmm. right this being who is capable of being loved of being being welcomed right yeah it's so it's just so so good yeah it's 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 incredible and and it's it makes you the the watcher really feel for shrek in that moment like you like i was like tearing up mm-hmm Thinking about like th- this is literally the first time that a group of people are not shying away from him. Right. Exactly. And, and yeah, you- and and I just think that that's so cool. And the fact that he was, you know, auditioning in a sense for this job that Farquaad has, um, and still kind of had that euphoria until Farquaad was like, "All right, now you're the one." <laughs> right. Exactly. And. I mean, and you can see, like, you, and again, to kind of, like, hammer home the point mm-hmm. is you can see how much the audience, like, does start to like and care about Shrek. Mm-hmm. When Farquaad has his knights, like, point their crossbows at Shrek, they're, yeah. they're in distress. They're, like, they're, they're scared for him. Yeah. Which is, again, it just kind of hammers home the point of how, how loved Shrek can be if people actually get to know him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, It's, yeah, it's, it's great. And yeah, I, yeah, (laughs) I don't, I don't know what else to say. No, it's, it's wonderful. And yeah, to, to kind of wrap up the scene here, we get the, the deal is struck uh, between Shrek and Farquaad. Um, And I think Shrek says out loud in front of Duloc citizens what Farquaad is doing, which I don't know if those citizens have necessarily known the whole thing of it. It's like, yeah. wait, you you sent these creatures to a place that isn't their home and it's somebody else's home? And, right. like, it's, it's just one of those things. So I think part of Farquaad's evil doing is being revealed to the citizens um, at the same time and from this almost, like, folk hero now that... Uh, just put on this incredible performance. Right. And then, yeah, we're, we're, we're getting the deal and he's going to get his swamp back. If he's he goes get, and gets the princess, if he goes and get the princess, he's going to get the swamp back. And mm-hmm. in a couple more scenes, we'll finally see princess Fiona. It's been a long time coming. Yeah. She doesn't, she doesn't show up until about a quarter of the way through the movie, <laughs> Yeah, but we're going to see her and we're going to be there and you're going to be there too, because yep. I think that's going to do us today mm-hmm. for get ready to get track. Scene five is in the books and we're ready to, we're ready to continue this adventure with everybody. Yes. 
Yes. Thank you so much for listening and watching along. I hope you rewatch Shrek every time we drop an episode like I do. Mm. <laughs> I I really do have to stop myself, uh, you know, because we do watch this scene by scene. I mm-hmm. a- Anytime I finish a scene, I'm just like, I, ha- I have that urge in me to fight to, uh, to continue just just watch just watch the movie just watch yeah. the rest of the movie it's so because hard it's so good it's so good <laughs> i just i just want to keep watching it it's like it's like a drug i'm just like i can't i can't stop yeah. once you, once yeah. you shrek you can't can't not shrek <laughs> yeah <don't>. that's it <laughs> <laughs> all right everyone well i hope you all go out there and don't give a damn about your bad reputation Mm-mm. you go out there and you get your shrek on you get shreked up this weekend because you <laughs> my friends deserve it. Uh, Bye everyone. Bye everyone. Have a good one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm, 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 I'm walking the ball. Go, ball, go.